Hi, this is Logos Legacy. Today, I'm interviewing Patty Hawley again. And I look forward to it because there's been fantastic interviews before. And um, the, the buying downloads that she provides are quite, quite interesting, I have to say. So, uh, hi, Patty. Good to see you again. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. I prepared myself for this and I feel I feel good. Wonderful. I wanted to share something that came through this morning. It was really just, it's more like the divine framework that we're working with and then the human framework and how those two are joined and how we can be in divine flow, even when we're in this human form. And so what I wanted to start with was everybody focuses on consciousness because even Neville Goddard said consciousness is the one and only reality and imagining creates reality. And that is true. But a lot of people are leaving out unconditional love. She is the one that's running this whole show. Okay. So if this is, I am pure unconditioned consciousness, and then Patty is an extension of, I am, because I say, I am Patty. And then whatever I, as this life form, have either unconsciously or consciously put on top of I am that automatically expresses through this mind body unit. Okay. But prior to I am consciousness, light, and humans call this God, is God Almighty. And God Almighty is unconditional love. And that is what is. That is the isness. That is existence. And it's invisible and it didn't have a form to express itself through. So unconditional love and spirit doesn't have a gender, but just because mind, the mind of man loves a story, I'll personify it. So let's call this the divine feminine or divine mother. Okay. So divine love, like an Ouroboros snake went into herself and created God and called it. I am, it is a pure unconditioned awareness of being so here we have divine love divine light or consciousness and those two together produce life all life forms are the interaction of these two unconditional love flowing through unconditioned consciousness to create a life form okay so we are unconditional love unconditioned consciousness that we've conditioned ourselves and in, I think it was in John 3, 13, 15, where it said that no one can ascend to heaven unless they have descended first. And who is descended? The son of man. And that's why the divine child, the second born, the Christ child has to be birthed from the son of man. So this is the journey we're on. We are divine love in divine light but with the veil of humanity. And so what's happening is we're all going through that divine play and we're acting out the characters in the Bible. Moses, Herod, Pontius Pilate, Jesus, and we get to uh, uh, King Solomon because King Solomon was fully awake and aware because he was operating from unconditional love with divine wisdom, because you can't separate 
unconditional love and unconditioned consciousness. The two are one because you can't have form, uh, cause substance, which makes forms without all that is, the existence, what is. So this is isness and this is amness, I am. And then everything stands out in existence as a life form. Okay. So King Solomon completely opened his heart and he knew everything was a projection from mind. So he did not fall for the illusions and he was creating his own reality because he knew he was God made manifest. Divine love, divine light in a life form. Okay. So our journey then is to completely take off the veil. We are the eternal, formless, spiritual, pure being conditioned to believe that we are a limited mortal human being. We believe we're this body. So the first thing is, I'm not this body. This body is a manifestation arising out of consciousness, the interaction of divine love and divine light veiled. So I'm not the body. That's the first veil to take off. This is a vessel that expresses life. Then the next veil you have to get rid of or take off is your mind. Because that's where a lot of people are stuck. Because all that mind chatter, oh, I'm Patty. I'm a, I'm a retired CPA. I'm a conscious manifester. No, I'm not. Patty doesn't exist. That is a story and a bag of beliefs. I'm not Patty. I'm unconditional love, moving through unconditioned consciousness, appearing as this life form with whatever conditioning I have, which is very little, let me tell you. <laughs> because I wanted to be a pure conduit for divine love. So I've been clearing this conscious, the um, taking off the veils. And the only way to take off the veils is to have an open heart. Because see, here's divine love and divine light. They're mind, okay? Because divine love is a mind that is whole and complete. Well, we're a mind. So divine light is our conscious mind, the one that's full of objects and takes itself to be an object, the perceiver. Whereas divine love is in our heart chakra. So we have our crown chakra and our light chakra, our heart chakra rather. And we're still in the son of man in those lower three chakras. So we have to transmute all of the fear back to love. Because then we'll be divine love expressing through the light of awareness. And we're in harmony. So it's all about harmonizing head and heart. Getting, dropping all the conditioning out of there so that now you're in divine flow and you're just being divinely guided because you are a piece of love light, divine love light. So I'll stop there to see if you have any questions, but that's, that's the journey. And it is son of man where you really are identified as Nicholas or Patty and you really think that's who you are. And then you go into son of God where this is the spiritual ego, right? Because you've got to trade those concepts of being a human to being a spiritual being. And then you even drop the spiritual ego to where now you're just in flow. And so the perceiver that is looking at the world and thinking it's objects and they got to fight these objects to the knower. So you go from false perception of duality as a limited human to true perception. Oh, all this one unified field of consciousness expressing is life to then going melting back in. And now you're just a piece of love light expressing here in a human form that's it that's the journey okay
And it's not really a journey because you could wake up from it like that. If you would just completely open your heart and just melt, you have to be willing to let go of all of your preconceived notions about who you are. Fascinating, isn't it? It is. <laughs> uh, I've got a number of questions. Uh, okay. One of them is, so if I remember correctly, Solomon, um, he got really wise and, and all that, but then he kind of, he kind of got distracted by a woman and lust, or at least that's what happened in the story. That might have been at the beginning because we're on the journey. So that was part of his journey so that he could learn to love with unconditional love. So that lust was one of the dualistic things he had to overcome because the ego was always wanting to take something or whatever. Yeah, but, yes, that yeah. I'm, I don't remember the full story, but for me, King Solomon is one who had the understanding with all thy wisdom, get understanding. And the understanding is knowing how consciousness operates within a life form. And this is the conscious and subconscious mind. Think of it as like beauty and the beast because the, the divine light with a veil is an animal. It's a man. It's a beast because it's not always operating from unconditional love. It's fighting. It's causing wars. It's having conflict. And if it really knew who it was as unconditional love, it would not be doing that. It would know, oh, Nicholas is me in, in another costume, just another life form, another mask, you know? And we're, this body is only here to express love. That's it. It's a communication device for love. And it follows the mind. So the mind is the one that has to sink back into the heart and become completely unconditioned. Then you express unconditional love automatically. Make sense? It does. So you had a question? The Queen of Sheba, the divine feminine that he integrated. For the I, don't, I don't remember. I remember there was David who was um, wanted Sheba and he sent Uriah. Oh. It was David. Oh. It wasn't King Solomon. King Solomon um, was David's son. I, I, I haven't read it that in a makes while. Sense. Well, yes. That makes sense, maybe. Um, David was after David God's heart. integrates the feminine and then the, the, the child of that divine masculine and divine feminine is Solomon which is harmonized the head and the heart. Yes, it is. That's all it is, is harmony with head and heart because our crown chakra is divine light, but it's been veiled with the human awareness. And we're not human. We're actually divine. But that was the story. God wanted to make man a life-giving spirit. So he went to divine love and said, hey, can we do that? And divine love says, yes, but man has to pass a test of hope, faith, and love, he has to know that love is the greatest. And so that's why we only have a little spark of the divine in our heart. And we have to expand our awareness of who we really are. We're not man or God. Uh, we're the child of God because we're really, it's love, light, and then life. So we're really the extension and expression of divine love and divine light into form. And this is the kingdom of heaven. And it, heaven is the awareness of perfect oneness. It's a unity consciousness. So I'm operating in a stream of unity consciousness. I stay in the present moment where infinite awareness is because my awareness is one with that awareness. So I know when I'm lost in consciousness, if I'm in the Patty story, if I'm in past and future, and I quickly bring myself back to the present. And so I can be divinely guided you know, and listen from within. Otherwise, my mind is running with story. So I try to stay on the vertical axis and not on the horizontal timeline. 
And if I'm in vertical, then I can witness all the stuff that was on the horizontal passing through my mind. And I don't go touch it or get involved with it or add more awareness to it because then I keep it alive and it will continue to project in my reality. I want to have zero projections and just have heaven project, right? Divine love light. So this is, this is pulling off the veils. And this is what that whole neti neti is in the Advaita Vedanta practice is I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not Patty, I'm the I am, really I'm unconditional love expressing through I am. I'm, I'm eternal, I was never born, I could never die. I'm formless, this form that is arising out of consciousness was manifested because I still believed in uh, that I was a human, so I had to come back another time. <laughs> I still believed in separation, actually. That's the belief that we have to heal in the mind because the mind is split. See here, they're whole, but in the human, they're split. And that's what we're bringing together and we have to harmonize it. So we, we reconcile all of duality and come back into unity, which is perfect harmony. We're not afraid of anything because we know it's a manifestation of divine love and divine light. And we are the child of that, the expression of that. Isn't it wild? It's cool, isn't it? I mean, if you can get to that level of awareness and that's it, it's like when I recognize that there was only infinite awareness being veiled or unveiled, because how can it one infinite indivisible consciousness appear as a duality and a multiplicity of like seven or eight billion people only in a dream? So this is what really helps you to forgive things more easily if you have the context that this is a dream. That's how I was able to forgive my mother because otherwise there was still that child, that child that was abused physically, mentally, and emotionally wanted her to pay. So I was judging her and wanting her to pay for what she did to me and my siblings. But then I had to think, oh, this is a projection from the mind. It's a dream. Am I going to? Am I going to stunt my growth to where I could make God alive in my being, you know, resurrect the Christ over this? Hell no. I'm going to forgive it. I'm going to let it all go. It's just conditioning. It's a story and a bag of beliefs. I'm not going to not give divine love a pure conduit to express through because of that bullshit story, you know, so I let it go. So there are things like, like uh, this idea of gene keys, conscious manifesto, and stuff like that. And They're all in the past. Astrology, and there is perhaps a deliberate uh, choice of the soul incarnation um, as to what the timing is and how that fits with the overall collective patterns. So. The, there, are, there are patterns or templates, perhaps. I don't know exactly. But how do these fit in? Are they entirely illusions or, or what? No, they're like clues in the game. Because I got this other download the other day about it's a holographic universe. It's only, it's only unconditional love expressing through consciousness. And then each life form has the free will to choose. Well, they're playing a character role, right? And so they can have the choice 
am I going to serve God or am I going to serve man? You know, am I going to stay asleep and get it all involved and tangled up and bailed in the objects, thinking myself as an object, a mind body unit, or am I going to love God enough to give up this life to wake him up within my being? Because I am as God. And don't we all say I am that's God within us. And we have to wake up and then go back to unconditional love because that's everything. Otherwise we're nothing. We're, actually humanity is quite dead. They don't really have full life in them because their life is conditioned. You're only have full life when you know you're unlimited and free. And that's, I am the unconditioned awareness. But then when it's awake in you, now you can just go from unconditioned to condition, but who's choosing it? Divine love light. You're just the expression of that. Patty doesn't exist. I'm serious. She doesn't. It's a name. Patty is a name for this soul, mind, body unit. My soul loved, actually what I did, what this soul did, <laughs> it loved unconditional love enough. It bypassed consciousness and went to unconditional love. And that ate up the consciousness that was conditioned. So now it can just move unconditionally. You know what I mean? In other words, the mind is clearer. And I received these divine downloads from unconditional love because she's the one running the show and everybody forgets about her. And see, that's what has to, that's why the divine light, the masculine has to surrender to the divine feminine and unite. And then they're a happy couple, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> There's a deeper meaning to it. Yeah. So the oh. beast, the beast, which is the, I am veiled as man. So man is the beast. The beast has to surrender to divine love, who was beauty, like Belle in Beauty and the Beast. And then you have, a, you have a thing. But the thing is, the divine masculine is prideful, and it wants it its way, and it wants to think it's the creator, and all of this. And so it's going to stay in the illusion. And it's going to try to overcome the illusion, but that doesn't work, because it's an illusion. You've got to surrender, and then there's no more fight, there's no more conflict, it's peace. And then you're just in flow. And divine love is flowing through divine light. And then those manifested life forms are expressing unconditional love. And they eat up all the conditions in the world, not by doing anything, just by being unconditional love. That's why in the Course in Miracles, it says, I need do nothing. So the light of awareness always dispels the darkness, right? But if you make the darkness real, you make it stay alive. So you have to be wise and know that this is an illusion. And if anything dark comes up, know that it's a projection from your mind. So leave the projection alone and go in your mind and sink your mind back into your heart. Unconditional love, that unconditional love melts the conditions out of mind, out of sight. You just be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You just renewed your mind the power of love you answered a question that i hadn't answered asked yet <laughs> so oh, I, won't, I won't ask it but there's another one though um i think aaron and others have talked about how the divine was it till swan i can't remember there's this idea i've come across that the divine masculine holds space for the divine feminine but i don't but if the divine feminine is if the mother archetypally 
or love is a nurturing womb or a nurturing presence it always seems like the mother would be the one that or feminine would divine feminine would hold space so i'm a little bit confused as to now this is perfect question i'm so happy you're asking this so happy okay divine father is cause substance okay divine mother does not have a form that's why she created the source father okay so divine feminine doesn't have it's just open it's open so the form provides the container for divine love to flow into to express a life form that's why they talk about thought forms you know so when the consciousness is awake here in the human there's harmony it's like okay what do you want to express through me because the the divine masculine is like the riverbanks that holds the consciousness so that the divine feminine, the unconditional love can flow through and be a form because she's out of form. That's the whole reason she created the divine masculine, the cause substance called consciousness or I am. So see, it's open and then it, it has a, a form, a thought form to flow through and then express that life, which is a thought form with a feeling. So this is what I was doing with what Neville taught was consciousness is the one and only reality and feeling is the secret. What's the feeling? Unconditional love. That's the highest feeling. So he taught the law, which is in the Bible, Mark eleven twenty four. whatsoever you desire, believe that you already have it and ye shall receive it. Now, what is a belief? It's a thought form <laughs> infused with a feeling. Belief. Believing is seeing. And so this is how I was a conscious manifester. But the thing was, I was still identified as Patty. Now I'm not. And so now it's just flowing. So I hear, oh, you want checks in the mail? That's what that was. When I did the free checks in the mail. But of course, Patty took credit for it because I was still identified as Patty. Now I'm not. I'm just a life form with the name tag, Patty. Divine love and divine light are expressing through me to manifest as this life form. Make sense? So yes, they're both needed because without love, there was no cause substance. And without the cause substance, love can express through a form. Isn't that cool? So that's why it's love plus light equals life. And remember the stipulation, divine love said, okay, we can make man in our image, but man has to know how to create only with unconditional love. And so that's why we had to have the belief in separation and have fear so that we could have the contrast. So that that little soul, there's only one, by the way, and it is David. David is the Elohim, which represents all of humanity. Because David's father was Jesse. And Jesse, if you look at the word, it's a form of to be, which means I am. <laughs> so we're the Elohim. The one appearing is many. And that's the illusion. Duality is the illusion. So don't fall for it. We're one. Divine love and divine light are one because you can't have one without the other. They're a unity and they express life and we are life. So we're the extension of them. We're their child. We're the divine child. So we have to wake up and claim our divinity. So, and that's that netty netty. I'm not Patty. I'm an eternal formless spirit. I'm the child of divine love and light expressing here, you know, and I'm a temporary expression. Patty is a temporary expression. Okay.
Thank you. Cool, isn't it? I mean, when you know this, wow, you're in flow. This is how I'm getting all these downloads. Because it's not me. It's not Patty. She doesn't exist. It's a story in a bag of beliefs. I just dropped my story and all the beliefs. <laughs> I, I have that. total faith. I have total faith I'm in divine flow. So, divine flow, I have a question. Um, so, I've got this image of the yin-yang. And yes. the, the heart enters the vessel of the head. But um, I, I have a feeling that the head... That's your mind trying to... It enters the heart aspect. Your mind is trying to understand this and there's, it's like the mind gets in the way, Nicholas, and I, I can so relate because I was one of those people like you that was trying to figure it out. But if you remember my first interview with you, I said a prayer before that interview and I said, let Patty get the hell out of the way. And I was in divine flow. And if you go look at it at the very last few minute and a half, when you asked me to summarize, I said, there's nothing to figure out your unconditional love <laughs> flowing through unconditioned consciousness appearing as a life form. Don't try to figure this out. Just decondition yourself, remove all the veils because that's blocking you being in divine flow and being in the happy dream, being in heaven right here on earth. It's conditioning. Your mind is conditioned to try to figure it out because it wants to, because that makes it feel safe. And that's coming from fear. Make sense? You only want to try to figure it out to feel safe, but you're already safe. You're divine love, light expressing. How much more safe can you be? <laughs> I mean, really. And but this it is it is a little bit, you know, you've got to clear out the mind because I can already see your mind going, but 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 wait, but wait, but what about this? What about that? It's all fucking illusion. Let it go. All conditioning creates the illusions. I'm probably not the only one either. Oh, oh, God, no. God, no. I was there. I was so there. Two years ago, I was there. It's only because Aaron Abke said, there's no person, there's no personal doer, there's no free will. And I really had to take that into contemplation. And it was only because I had my hypnotherapy training that I was like, oh, my God, Patty really doesn't exist. It is just the interaction between this conscious and subconscious mind, which is a mini yin yang that at the human level where it mirrors the divine yin yang at the divine level, this is it. So we have to drop the human conditioning and then we're back knowing that we're the expression of divine love and divine light. And we're completely free and unconditioned. And then you hear the downloads. Oh, let's, let's see. We're like conduits. And that's where those free checks in the mail came. And I was just like, yeah, I'll take that. But if I'd said, Oh no, that can't happen. Then I wouldn't have received the free checks in the mail. I'm an open conduit for divine love light. That's it. And there's no conditioning. There's no human conditioning, which is resistance to get in the way. There's no fear. Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't know what conditioning is left. Not a lot, <laughs> but yes. And this is what you're doing. So when things appear and you feel fear, this is when you're like, ah, human conditioning. I'm not a human. Let me get rid of this conditioning. But you don't get rid of it like that. You're like, let me dissolve it. This is divine light veiled with some human conditioning. 
let me be respectful of divine love because she created me divine light and let me uncondition her so she can express freely through me. That's How it. does that unconditioning occur? I'm sorry, how does it occur. happen? Yeah, happen. How yes. does it happen? This is it. And this is again my hypnotherapy training. You have to sink the mind, the conditioned mind, into the un, the heart where unconditional love is. So you become aware of it first. So there's your light of awareness. Oh, here's an object that's projecting from my mind that's causing me fear. Let me look at this. So then you get still. I, I will close my eyes to shut that out. And then I'll ask, what is this? Because I am infinite awareness and it's all knowing. So I get out of patty awareness and I'm like, okay, what is this? And then I get flashes like from childhood or something, or I'll hear words, I'll get the story. And then I'll be like, oh, so that is where me, when I was identified as a human, had a defense mechanism or a strategy to make myself safe or to make myself feel where I fit in or belonged with the rest of humanity because I thought I was human, but I'm not, I'm divine. So these were all things, defense mechanisms, strategies, they're all blocks to love because they're resistance to love's presence. And love is always wanting to flow through us. But here we are. Oh, no, I can't. I can't do that. No, no. I've got this illness that, oh, no, I can't do that. Or, oh, that's impossible. Mm -mm. All things are possible to God. And God is divine love light because they're inseparable. And so this is it. We just have to come out of the human conditioning, come out of the son of man, come back into the son of God, divine love light. And that's the Christ. Christ is the frequency of perfect love, which casts out all fear. So then you just walk in the world and you know, it's an illusion. You know, everything is unified. So you know that like I know when I encounter you, your, your unconditional love expressing through unconditioned consciousness but your condition is Nicholas and I'm listening for your beliefs to know what you still have the conditioning so that I can then help you and say oh you've got this belief running because I hear it my ear my spiritual ear is attuned to hear human beliefs that's what I learned in my hypnotherapy so, because you got to get out of the beliefs the belief is what holds the illusion in place. Believing is seeing. So it's going to keep projecting on your screen of space and you see it and experience it until you're like, oh my God, let me leave. Like, like Neville says, leave the mirror alone and go within and change yourself. What? What is yourself? Your concept of yourself. Because everything is the body of beliefs is your self-concept. I'm Nicholas. I'm a twin. I'm 32. I'm not married all the stuff you got. Well, drop all that. Cause see, unless you become like a little child again, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. The awareness of perfect oneness of all of life. And what is a little child? Does a little child know anything? Absolutely not. It doesn't have a label. It doesn't know to call this a cup, a mug. It doesn't know tea. It doesn't know a uh, sweatshirt. It doesn't know hair, eyes. It doesn't know body. It knows nothing. It is no thing. And guess what? It's beautifully taken care of, isn't it? <laughs> because yes. divine love and divine light 
made sure those parents would love that little baby and take care of it. So we ourselves are the divine child and we are taken care of as long as we get this damn human resistance out of the way. What's human resistance? The story in the bag of beliefs. Now back to your thing. This is cool. I want to talk about time and space. Okay. So here's divine love. We're, we're in divine love and light. We're in that ocean of consciousness where it's heaven already. Okay. Now we've taken thought. Thought creates time. So when we take a thought that puts us on the horizontal and then we're in our perception, what is our perception? Our bag of beliefs. It's everything that we accept to be true about ourselves, seeming other, and the world at large. And when we are the perceiver, we take in all this stuff, we watch the news, we watch TV, and we accept that as true. That gets impressed on the subconscious mind, and then it projects back out because we believe it's true. Believing is seeing. So this is where you've got to flip your world and live subjectively from the subconscious mind. So now... You're not living by the objects. You know that they're being projected from the subconscious mind. You don't react to them because you know they're projections. It's like, it's like you would be reacting to your shadow. How silly is that, right? Your shadow cast on the sidewalk and you're sitting there berating it and judging it and trying to fight with it. How silly, right? This is exactly what's happening. But see, when you're veiled and you, you're identified as a human, it's so normal. It's like we're hypnotized, right? And so you've got to flip your world. And so the subject is I am, and that's the observer. But you really want to get back to unconditional love because she's the one that can dissolve it all, dissolve all the conditions, because I am is the one that's conditioned. And so it's just a beautiful flow of energy. So it's like you have to first be aware that this is, you're not the human, that you're actually spirit. Okay. And then you just have to purify the mind get all the conditions out. I'm not Patty. I'm not this body. I'm not this mind. I'm an eternal life form that divine love and divine light is, is expressing through. I'm a pure conduit for that. But it's a journey for every human because they, they think it's a journey. <laughs> they have in their mind, oh, I'm not there yet. You could be there like that. All you got to do is continue to stay fully present so that you can receive the divine downloads. Now, if you're thinking... If your mind is thinking, can you receive? No. So that's why you've got to stop the mind. Be still and know that I am God. That is a command by the soul to the mind. Be still and know that I'm God. <laughs> I'm pure unconditioned consciousness. Quit spinning this bullshit that's projecting out here and you're taking it to be real and getting tangled up in it. Don't tangle me up in that bullshit. Come back. You know? This is it. How does the the undoing, the vigilant undoing of remaining? Be vigilant to love. Be vigilant to love. Know that love comes before consciousness. And understand that. Jesus knew that the Father and I were one. So he knew he was conscious and I am is infused with divine love automatically because I am was created from the isness of divine love. So I am is 
divine love waiting to take form because it's her imagination that imagines all of life. We're in the divine play. And remember, it was her stipulation that we had to learn to create only with love. And man, masked, doesn't do that. It's in separation and fear. So you can't awaken fully until you've transmuted all the fear back to love. And, you know, it builds momentum. And so when you do this, like I did in my hypnotherapy training, and then, of course, the miracles, that mind training, it was like, it dawned on me, you know, that I was infinite awareness and divine love was pushing me because she's the one expressing through the consciousness, through light. So life stands for light in form expressing. And then when you've become completely deconditioned, it's love in full expression. My friend Chrissy did that because I love acronyms. I get those. So death is didn't exactly achieve total harmony. And you want to achieve harmony between light and love because they're in harmony at the divine level, but they're not in harmony at the, at the human level. Isn't that cool? So that's why you keep having to be reborn and, and go through another lifetime because you didn't achieve, you didn't exactly achieve total harmony. <laughs> so you didn't escape death. So you got to reincarnate. What tips do you have for trance? I'm sorry, what? what? Do you have any tips for during trance? Well, actually, my hypnotherapy training was invaluable to me because the human consciousness is in the trance. And so you've got to dehypnotize yourself. And the only way to dehypnotize yourself is to get out of the, the objective mind, which is the perceiver, which is taking in all this stuff and making it real. You know, so you've got to understand how consciousness works. And this we talked about that in my second interview with you about how like um, you're watching a movie and you're getting all emotional and you were saying, well, how can I not impress that? It's like, know that it's not real. Know that it's an illusion. You're just watching it. So it's like you have the awareness to take in things, but not to make them a part of yourself. In other words, you can stay the infinite awareness, like the movie screen, watching the movie, watching the Nicholas movie or the Patty movie, but know that this is just activity happening and that you as awareness can just sink back into divine love and then be moved in a new direction. They, they work in harmony. Is that what integration is? Yes, that's why integration is very important. So you're integrating. So really the journey is rip off the skin and you've got the seven chakras. The three lower chakras are the son of man, the belief in separation. And when you have that belief, you're in lack, loss, sickness, aging, and death. The heart is the, um, the, the, um, sort of the connection between son of man and son of God, because son of God is the upper three chakras. It knows it's divine light, which is unconditioned and pure. It can be anything. So all things are possible and awakened imagination because it's imagination that is taking a thought, creating a story with a feeling and expressing that. And then you have the heart is wide open. If it's not defended, blocked, with any of these human strategies and by fear, you know, 
if it's unblocked, it's completely open. And it's like the fire. It's the furnace that can burn up all the conditioning. And then you're unconditioned. It's like you give up your life, which is your story and your bag of beliefs, your false perception of duality and fear and the belief in separation. And then you come back, you resurrect as a piece of divine love light. And now you're just in flow because you know it. And now your perceiver, the objective mind becomes I am with all caps, divine I am. And now you're the knower. So now you can walk in the world and you just know that this is a dream. If you're in the divine play and you're witnessing the characters and you don't judge them, you know where they're at. It's like Jesus at the well with that woman and she was shocked that he knew her whole life. Of course he did because he's all knowing and we're one piece of energy here. We just appear as separate pieces of energy, but it's all unified. It's indivisible. And that's, that's being, when you're in your right mind, when you flipped your world and you've deconditioned, you're the Christ and you're, and you're listening to your divine parents and you know, you know, cause you're in the flow. <laughs> you just know. And that's why I keep getting all these downloads. It's not me, Patty. I just deconditioned myself. And there's no me, resistance. So I am Christ means I am. I am. You're at the frequency of perfect love because you've unified mind and heart. You have heart-mind coherence. So you're in the flow. You're with the heartbeat of earth. So you just know what's going on. You're in the flow. You know. And that's why you're guided. Like you'll get a thing like um, go to go to this Starbucks instead of that Starbucks if you're going to get coffee. And the reason if you obey, you'll meet somebody at that Starbucks that you help or they were had a message for you. See, we're all we're all God in disguise and we're all giving messages to each other. And you draw to you the people that you need the message from. You either help them or they help you because we're all students and teachers of god because god which is consciousness is all there is but it's powered by divine love i've had that instruction before i've heard an instruction it was Victor, mm -hmm. said, go and watch tv in that room i sat down to watch tv and i looked to the side i saw a fox out there oh i love foxes so um but then there's a question of like discerning the difference between mm -hmm. that seemingly command-like approach and the way kind of like the, the ego can boss you around as well like although how do we discern it well and that was part of aaron's master class um he always said the ego will speak first and the loudest because divine love gives you free will right and she wants you to learn to come to love. So she's going to guide you if you turn within and ask for that guidance. But really the subconscious mind is the soul. And when we're getting conditioned in life, it's just like a tape recorder. So you have to understand that that voice you're hearing in your head is quite literally a tape recorder, like a parent, if your parent was very judgmental or, you know, like my mother was horrid. And so, but, but luckily when I was nine and she almost killed me from a ruptured appendicitis, she wouldn't take me to the doctor. That little voice came in and said, do not listen to her. Do not follow her. And so I didn't. And so that's where I got good conditioning because I was listening to that little voice from a very young age. 
because when I was young, I, I would even hear in my head, I, I'm an unconditional, I'm, I'm an unlimited child of God. And all I wanted to do was be an instrument of divine love. And so, yeah, I did get conditioned, but I, I'm, I was kind of aware of that, but then not. And so, yeah, I've had my journey to come out of the conditioning. So really, for me, I can only speak for my expression and my direct experience. For me, yes, I was identified as Patty, but I had experiences of being in flow. And I remember those very vividly so that now I can draw from that experience. And then when I did the Neville's teaching and I was consciously manifesting, that was spiritual ego. But I was understanding how consciousness worked as within so without, but I was still identified as Patty. So that was spiritual ego. So I went from human ego to spiritual ego. And now I'm letting even that go and just surrendering the mind and what it thinks it knows. Cause it doesn't know shit. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's human conditioning. So it's human intellect and which is more powerful human intellect or an eternal spirit. That's all knowing. Right. I'm so taking this one. We need the humility to stop and admit that we don't know. So we stop. Be still. Be and still enough. I am God. The silence speaks. You get the command. Yes. When you be still. If you're not still, that's not as ego. Unless right. it, inter maybe, you, I don't know. Maybe it might override it on occasion like it did with you. It does. It's like you've got, to, you've got to be committed and vigilant. And that's why staying in the present moment where I am and the flow is. Because now in time space is equivalent to eternity. So you have access to the divine parents. And those two are really one. Okay. So, but that's the trinity. Love, light, life. What is that's peace? That's the trinity. What's that? What is peace? Peace is when you know, peace is peace naturally occurs when all the fear and the belief in separation has been transmuted back to love and the awareness of unity. All is one unified field. What is the state where you, you're in this calm water? It doesn't, but it doesn't necessarily feel loving. It's just utterly calm. You've relaxed the mind into the heart and you're, you're not in the fight or flight. Because see, remember how I talked about those brain waves? Because everything is energy. So divine love is energy. What is? And then um, the I am is a thought form because she's expressing through a thought form. And then we're the expression of that thought form. So that thought is a frequency. And Christ is the frequency of perfect love. It's, it's a divine thought. It's not a human thought. Okay. And then the movement is vibration. So when you've cleared out all the human beliefs and you're in the divine thought of perfect love, you are moving to divine love and you're automatically moved and it's effortless and it's natural because that's our state is peace and um, unconditional love and harmony. You're in harmony with everything and everything your light goes before you and makes the path smooth because you're full of light. If I be single, your body be full of light. There's no more darkness. In other words, there's no more ignorance. You know, you know, because you're in the flow. I am is running the show. <laughs> I get that in the shower all the time because I stay 
present. And oh my God, they have such a sense of humor, our divine parents, you know? They're amazing. What is courage? Courage is having, um, facing fear and not giving into the fear, you know, not falling for the illusion, facing it. And, you know, kind of like how Jesus was. Here was Pontius Pilate saying, you know, I have your life in, is in my hands. I can sentence you to death or set you free. And what was Jesus's reply? You have no power here <laughs> because he knew he wasn't the body. He knew he wasn't the mind. He knew he was the one with the father an eternal formless spirit. Go ahead and kill this body. I don't give a damn. I'll resurrect a new one. You know, he knew. So, yeah, so that is it. That is courage. Standing up to these illusions, because in this dream world, yeah, they're going to appear like they're real. Because that's it. Like Albert Einstein said, this world is an illusion, albeit a persistent one. So courage is standing here, facing all the illusions that are going to come at you, staying in love and saying, I'm not tempted by any of this bullshit. It's, it's all Jesus illusion and desert. I know it. What? Jesus in the desert. Yes. Because the devil came, because the devil really is sort of like human consciousness. Because it's opposite of divine consciousness. But divine consciousness is, is pure love. It's all encompassing with no opposite. So there is no death. So that's why, you know, we're going through this test to see if we can stay vigilant to unconditional love. And know that only love is real. Why was it a desert? Oh, symbolic. Um, you know, I'm, everything is like symbols. Um, so Christ is the symbol of the divine child. The one that knows the oneness of all of life. Uh, so everything is symbols and signs. On this plane. And Again, like the Course of Miracles says, we give all the meaning to everything. So everything is completely neutral and blank. Kind of like say, say here I am. And then here's Bob. And we're both looking at you, Nicholas. I could love you and, and think you're wonderful. Bob could say, oh my God, no way. Why are you? He's a, he's a dirk. You know, he's an intellectual idiot. I hate him. And I'm like, oh no, I love him. See, look, now get this. You're Nicholas. You're neutral. But look, two completely different perceptions. What's a perception? A body of beliefs. And everyone has their own unique perception. But we're in the human perception. So there's going to be similarities. We're going to have sickness and health duality, up and down, left and right. We've all agreed on these, but they're all illusions. It's the game. But you know what? The thing is, when you're in the ego consciousness, which is son of man, you don't know that you're the formless eternal spirit, an expression of divine love light. You are divine love light with a veil. Okay. And so that's where your dream can be up and down in a nightmare. But when you come to recognize and realize that you are a stick of love light manifested out of consciousness, you're one with the father who has the mother within him. They're one. Now you've got the happy dream. Now you can, you, there's no lack. You know everything is coming from your being. 
That's how free checks in the mail. Hello. <laughs> you know, you can manifest anything, but you're not doing it. It's like you're the conduit, but your awareness is one with their awareness because there's no separation. It's in the visible. So that's why I got beat up when I was younger, not beat up, verbally beat up because I was certain I was in the flow and I knew and I would, I would just know and I would tell people and they wouldn't listen to me. And I had certainty back then, but I didn't have, I was still identified as Patty. So I didn't have the awareness that that was certainty. You know what I mean? So we go through that phase. You have to have the son of man to be, to resurrect the son of God, the Christ out of that. And then you're just in divine flow. So, yeah, you have to, we come in with the unconscious awareness of it, but it has to be conscious because you have to consciously choose life and blessings, son of God over death and cursings, son of man staying veiled as Nicholas. When someone does art and they get a flow state, a creative flow state, is that the same thing as divine flow or is it different? What it is, is when you're not thinking, because we're always in awareness, we're in infinite awareness, it's just veiled. So when you're not veiled, you know, I'm always going to appear as Patty here and everything. And that's just a name tag, right? But I know that. So yeah, it's, 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 you, you just know it because you're not veiled. You can only know when you remove the veils, then you just know because it's always been there all along. I am always with you. <laughs> it's always been there. You've just ignored it and kept covering it up. And so you got lost in consciousness. You were the prodigal son. And now the unveiling, you're going back home, back to the father. And in order to go back home, you do have to remove all these veils because that's what's preventing you from just automatically expressing as divine love light. But once you're there, then you're just in flow and you're not veiled anymore, but you will still do activities and things, but it's just from divine flow. You stay unveiled. I'm a little bit confused because you mentioned, it's almost like you were saying, you're referring to the creator as female and then you said the god the father so i i don't understand they're one they're one because remember how i said here's i am which is the cause substance it is the part light particles that we has an observer that collapses them into form okay but you can't have this cause substance unless you had divine love first because she created yin created yang out of the darkness came a great light <laughs> but the two are one you can't separate yin yang they're one you can't have love doesn't have a form without consciousness consciousness didn't exist without love those two are always intertwined just like a yin yang sign so are you saying going back to consciousness or are you saying going back to love it's this is service to self and service to other. Someone could be a creator and, and do things, but if they don't have love in your heart, then you're dead. And you're just been service to self. And this lifetime was wasted because you didn't come back to unconditional love. You were just serving yourself. You were having an adventure in a lifetime, but you didn't awaken. You stayed veiled. You were an illusion. You created illusionary crap. It meant nothing. Okay. But that's why, what is it? I think it's in Corinthians. It says, 
you could make the whole world, but if you don't have love, love, it's like a a gong or something or tingling bell. It's like if you don't have love, you don't have full life. You're just like Hitler. Hitler was a life form and he was innocent. He really believed in his mind, which was twisted. He had some false beliefs in there. He had some faulty perceptions. And he actually believed that if he wiped out all the Jews and just had the Aryan race, that he was doing humanity a favor. He did not see the oneness. He was not in love. If he had been in his heart of love, he would have known the unity and he never would have wiped out another life form. So he was very heavily veiled. Okay. And so then in his next incarnation, he was going to have to experience what he caused (laughs) in the other people. So he was going to have a pretty horrific, you know, because that's the karma, right? You have to experience what you create through belief. So that's why Neville taught, get rid of all the human beliefs. You're unveiling yourself. And that's why he taught the law and then the promise. Because when you unveil yourself, when you forgive all the sins and you shift out of one, like sickness back to health, But really, that's swinging, that's still staying in the dream. That's still staying identified as the dream character of Patty. And that's where I was. I was shifting sickness to health. Then I realized with A Course in Miracles, it's like, no, I got to unify the polarity. There is no polarity in unity. And so that's where you come back to love. And love dissolves those conditions of sickness and health. And you're just in perfection. You're perfect love that casts out all fear and fear creates the opposites no matter what they are um and so yeah you want to come back to unity consciousness all is one all is well all is divine love light expressing as life light in form expressing but now your love in full expression and you're at total peace and harmony you don't fall for the illusion you know you're in a dream And now you can play. And you're just here to be helpful. And your your Taurus field is divine light. And it naturally dispels the darkness. Naturally. And so you'll have people come to you and ask you questions and and everything. And um, the best guidance is to guide someone within back to their internal voice. Because there I am was with them always and it knows like it left breadcrumbs for the prodigal son to get back home to heaven because you have to undo all of your beliefs all of your conditions to become completely unconditioned but now you don't have you could do this in a quantum leap you could just go vertical because this is what a course of miracles teaches if you could truly know the difference between truth and illusion and go vertical and accept the at one minute except that you are at one with divine love and divine light, which are one melts all that away, melts all the conditions away. So how is that condition? How does that occur? You have to have expanded awareness. In other words, you've got to get out of the Nicholas. You've got to quit thinking you're Nicholas and, and, and start programming the subconscious mind. I'm an eternal formless spiritual being. I'm the effect of divine love, divine life. programming be instant? 
Mm-hmm. And see, that's kind of the journey, son of man to son of God. So human ego to spiritual ego to no ego at all to where now you're just in flow. You are moved. You move and live and have your being in divine love light. And that's why back in 2009, I was frustrated. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? And I heard that voice say, you will move and live and have your being in me. I'm a bit confused. Okay. Because you're saying it happens instantly. You've got a, it happens by an unconditioning process. Yes. And then it's instant. So like, but that process seems like it takes time. And yet it's instant. So I, I'm confused. Okay. It depends on how aware you are. And if you, if you're aware of how consciousness works, it could happen in an instant. And, and of course, the miracles offers you that, but of course, the miracles is also a progressive path because it knows a lot of people aren't willing to give up their life because they think they're going to die, but all they're giving up is conditioning. They're not giving up their life. Okay. Just well, if you know condition- how it works intellectually. How- yes. This is why experience is crucial, Nicholas, because you could know everything intellectually, but if you're not applying it to get the experience of it, this is why Neville said to be doers and not hearer on, hearers only of the word. Because he was telling you, if you practice the law of being, which is the law of consciousness, you will begin to see, oh, whatever I put in my mind is reflected out here. How is it huh. practiced? As a practice. And then you see it and you and, and you know it to be true. And that, that was my experience. That so was the spiritual to, ego. Are you talking mm-hmm. about the manifest, manifestation? Yes, because it's just manifestation. Yes, conscious manifestation, but you, you even want to give that away, because again, that's still identified as a human being being a conscious manifestation. What manifest. is this doing that Neville Goddard was referring to? Okay, Neville taught the law and the promise. Neville was a mystic. He actually had the awakening experience. He had resurrected the Christ within. He knew he was one with divine love light. He knew it, and so then he wrote about it. Okay, and again, people are going to read his words. And they are going to put their meaning on it because everyone has to do that. Everyone is filtering whatever they read through their perception, their body of beliefs. This is what I was saying. People are going to look at you. Some people will hate you. Some people will love you. It depends on their perception. Okay. Just like you're listening to me now and your mind is going and and you're trying to fit what I'm saying into your belief system. Don't. Receive it unfiltered. Stay present in the moment and you can really get, really get what I'm saying without having to filter it through those beliefs. But in answer to your question, you had asked, how does, I don't understand. You're saying I could do this instantly. Yes, because look at Eckhart Tolle had an instant awakening. So did Katie Byron. But it's not really up to you because it all depends on how veiled your consciousness is because when you're veiled, your desires are automatic. So if you're in jail, you automatically want to be free. So then you're focusing your attention on being free. So see, you're going from one state to another state to another state. And, and you realize, oh, I'm just going from states. I don't want to be in a state. So I want to be in divine happen? flow. What? So how does unveiling happen? How does unveiling happen? Like I shared before, the divine light that is veiled has to sink into unconditional love to melt 
those conditionings away and the conditionings create the veil. Human conditioning is the veil that hides the head of creation. The head of creation is consciousness because consciousness is divine love and divine light together. Holy matrimony. They're one. Is that, is that the role of uh, meditation and perhaps trance? Yes. Yes, it is. Because when you um, meditate, you're stilling the mind. So you're getting out of the fight flight. And so then, but all the thoughts are arising, right? And you've got to be aware enough, like, okay, I'm witnessing the content of the mind and I got to let that just die. And the way it dies is if I don't energize it, if I don't react to it and keep making it real. You keep it alive through your attention. Attention, like here's I am. And then here's Patty. Now Patty is that I am, which is love and light. And wherever Patty puts her attention, that's where the energy goes. And then that's what I am focusing on, which is going to manifest. What you focus on expands, and then it comes into view. So I have just focused on God, divine love and divine light. And that's what's erased a lot of my conditioning. I focused there. I focused on the subject, not all the objects of experience. So you go within and you focus on love light. So you're saying you go within to your heart because you go within to your heart because the seed of the soul is the heart. So see, you are the soul, which is a miniature divine love light in human form. So the soul is the awareness that is the infinite awareness that's failed. And it's the one that has to turn within and stop focusing on all the objects and focus on the subject. And only when it does that, does it realize, oh, I created all of this stuff in my mind. I've got to purify the mind, empty it so that it's no longer projecting human stuff. And then it will project divine stuff, abundance, peace, joy, harmony, genius, divine intelligence. You know exactly what to say, when to say it, where to go, what to do. You don't care about this world. You know it's a dream. And so then you're just being guided within the dream to awaken other people. So there's all this parallel, the horizontal line, all this stuff happening, thoughts coming up while you're meditating. You, every time you stray away from that central pillar, that middle way, let's say, just go back to it. And theoretically... <laughs> At least if you just keep coming back or staying there, eventually you break through up. Does that mean just meditate and then just don't quit? But what would it is forcing yourself? I, I don't know. Think of your mind like a dog, okay? And you're training a dog. And so it's like you want to stay in the present moment because that's eternity where you can receive divine guidance. If you're going past or future, that's being on the horizontal timeline and you want to stay vertical because when you're vertical, you you're cleaning up everything that was on the horizontal timeline. So you're cleaning up all your past incarnations, all the stuff, and, and then you're free. And then you won't have to come back. You, you will have received, you will have harmonized your head and your heart. Your head contains the conditioning. 
if you're aligned with unconditional love, now it's completely deconditioned. And now you can walk in this world and know everything is this one indivisible love light. And you just love everyone and everything because you know you're one with it. There's no separation. Okay. And that's the thing. So it's like a dog. The 70 times seven, it's like when you're sitting down, you close your eyes to not see the objective world so that you can focus on the subconscious mind. It's throwing up everything that's in your mind so you can see it and you don't touch it. You just see it and then you surrender it. Or even you don't have to do it. It's like your light of awareness is witnessing it. And then it can witness stuff and be at peace with some stuff. But the things that are triggers for you, like that are upsets or that bring up fear, that's what you need to when something like that comes up, you go, you pause and you say, what is this? And then you receive the answer of what that is. And then you really, you have to sink into your heart. And that's when you very sincerely say, I'm so sorry for believing that my mother was a total bitch and evil. That was my projection from my mind. Please forgive me for projecting that into the collective consciousness and making that appear in the world of form. I don't want that to appear anymore. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. And then you put the new one in. It's like there's only love is real. She is perfect. She is an expression of love light. I now see that. She is the innocent Christ child, just as I am the innocent Christ child. Everyone is the innocent Christ child. And then that gets dissolved in your mind. And this is what the Course in Miracles teaches. You pierce the veil. Even if you're acting like a damn fool, Nicholas, I am going to pierce the veil and see you as the Christ. You are innocent, whole, and perfect right here and now. You are the divine child. You are an expression of love, light. That's it. Because see, if this is the perceiver, when we're at the human level, if you're seeing everyone as the divine child, regardless of appearances, and that's why we're told, judge not by appearances, because everyone is the divine child, just veiled, but don't even say just veiled, they're the divine child. And then however they appeared, know that they appeared that way because you thought of them that way. So then you go, uh, after you've left them, you go within your mind and you say, please forgive me for seeing them as however they acted. They're not crazy. They are the divine child. Crazy was in my mind. Thank you for letting them appear to show me that I had, I had the idea that people can be crazy in my mind. Let me now dissolve that. That is not the truth. That's an illusion. Everyone is the divine child. They are perfect. They are innocent. Do you see? I do. I want to share something. So the time was 1717, just after I thought this, which was, wait, what was it? All right, so if we suppose you do a gratitude uh, practice every morning, what if you then do a practice just to remember to yourself or note down or whatever that everyone you see is the creator? If you remind yourself every morning that everyone you see that day is the creator, that might help. Oh, definitely, because everyone is the creator, even at the human level, but they're doing it unconsciously. Because they don't understand the power of their word. Whatever they say, I am whatever. They're putting that on top of their I am. So if they're saying, I'm completely screwed, or oh my God, I'm hated, or oh my God, I can never catch a break. Guess what? 
they're creating that unconsciously. So it was so funny when I was younger, I would always say, I'm an unlimited child of God. I'm blessed and highly favored. That was what was running through my mind. Seriously. That's so those are good ones. But even those after you've had the full awakening, it's like, it's like you go from false perception of duality, human awareness to, or, or human ego to true perception of spiritual ego, where you make these connections and you create consciously, then you go to where God reaches down and pulls you back up and you're in complete heaven. There is no more perception. It's gone. You just know, you know that you are one with divine love light and you're in their flow. That's it. So this is the little bit of a journey. Um, and everyone has to go through it. And it's different and unique for everyone because everyone had a different conditioning. Okay. That's why it's not one size fits all. Don't listen to other teachers. So really the teachers that point you back to go within and listen to your, um, your right mind, that is the, the true teacher to follow. So all these people that are saying all these different techniques and, oh, no, you're going to get lost in more objects. Why are you doing gratitude? Gratitude is natural for me. I am so grateful for this life, you know, divine love and light, getting to have a form that is awake and aware of the unity and knows, I mean, oh my God, super grateful. Does it help to remind yourself of things that sure, you know, these things. Well, like see, here's the thing, heart, but let me share it like this. Once you know, why would you, once your mind is completely deconditioned and purified, there's no more programming of it. But while it is. I'm sorry. Right. You're right. It wants your cleared all that conditioning. There's no point. But when you know that you have conditioning. Yes. Then you, then you do that. That's when forgiveness is still necessary. And then that's your purifying the mind and your deconditioning. You, you recognize, oh, I'm still holding the dualistic belief in sickness and health. Oh no, I'm not this body. It's perfect. I'm as God created me. I'm a frequency of energy. And that, ener that frequency of energy is appearing as this body. So this is how I could know what beliefs I'm still holding, right? The body is a communication device. It is really only here to express love, divine love, light, unconditional love in a form. But if it's not, then you, you, you can look to the body to see what conditioning is still present. And you can watch the mind to see what beliefs are running the body, right? So this is it. And that's, that's soul awareness. And that soul is connected to God and can receive guidance and know what to say. Like I was saying, sickness is inconceivable. <laughs> it's not in the mind of God. It's only in the mind of man. You know, and that's why one of the course mantras is my mind can only hold the thoughts I think with God. And those are divine thoughts, not human thoughts. See the difference? So when you're still in, still thinking and believing that you're a human, then yeah, you've got to take responsibility for what you've made through the power of belief by using the mind. And because the mind is the creative principle. You know, it's how divine love light flows through and manifests into a life form so mind is the projector of reality the projector of the dream so we project and angels and demons exactly and son of man is the nightmare son of god is getting into true perception of unity 
And then there'll be a time period where you know that all is one and you're the knower now, not the perceiver. In other words, you're not fooled by the illusion anymore. You just know everything, everyone is the creator, just veiled. And so you love them and you want to help them if you can. But sometimes there's not an opening because they got so many beliefs. Oh, you're full of shit. I can't hear you. And you're just like, okay, I'm trying to help you, but you didn't listen. You know, it's, it's that. You just got to not be attached and just let everyone be who they are. You know, and this is why like self-righteous people are saying, no, this is how it is. This is the belief to have. It's like, no, everyone is playing their dream character and they have to go through the whole play. And, and encounter every situation to choose love over fear in every situation. And so I guess this lifetime for this character named Patty, I only had to um, get rid of the belief in separation horizontally because I, I had vertical unity. I didn't have horizontal unity. <laughs> I was thinking you guys were separate, but now I know you're not. It's the one indivisible awareness that we all share so I'm the I am veiled as Patty, very little veiling here. You're the I am veiled as Nicholas and you have whatever veiling you have. And that's the name of the game. Unveil the creator because <laughs> you're already you're already the creator. So if there's a central pillar and each horizontal line coming out of it is someone's percep perceptions. Body of belief. Mm -hmm. A disc coming out from the center would be the collective unison of those perspectives on a, or maybe universally. Think of it this way, because this came through, you know, Carl Jung, he talked about the subconscious mind was the, um, the psyche and it was the collective unconscious. There's only one soul here. Okay. Remember how I said David represented all of humanity and it was the Elohim, the compound unity. Um, the one peer, appearing as many, and it's an appearance, so don't judge by appearances. So, because um, this is an illusion, right? It's a dream. So, <clears throat> what it is, is we're in the ocean of consciousness, human and divine together. There's no separation. Okay. So, there's some beings here that have awakened and are expressing divine consciousness. Jesus Christ, in his time, he put on the mind of Christ, his right mind. So he was expressing at a, at a frequency of perfect love where all the other people of his time were still in the son of man. So they were in all these conditioned beliefs, thinking they were a slave and they didn't have any power and all this stuff. So it was a very low vibration. And that's why, you know, the scale of consciousness. So Christ balanced out all those other low vibrations. So eventually at the great awakening in 2027, there'll be enough awakened beings to where the whole vibration will raise. And whoever didn't have their vibration at, at 500 or above, which is unconditional love, they will have to reincarnate on another planet at a 3D level. Because unconditional love is fourth, fourth uh fourth density fifth density is where you know your unconditional love and now you're controlling the four mighty ones that's the king solomon that's a fifth density um level of awareness if you want to get that so way you say 2027 yeah that's that's when the great awakening is happening there was something in 1997 2012 and then 2027 it's in the gene keys if you want to read it 
So really what we're doing is we're going through alchemy, spiritual alchemy. You have to raise the human awareness back up to the divine awareness. And that is through knowing thyself. And yourself is consciousness. So you have to know how consciousness works. I'm feeling afraid for those I care about. Don't, because again, this is all a dream. None of it is real. And this is just, they're in the divine play. And everything is perfect, Nicholas, because they're having to choose every soul, every we're soul aspect, because there's only one soul. And then like, I know I'm the aspect of harmony. Uh, my friend Chrissy is bliss. You know, you're saying you might be strength. So we're the diamond self, because this is the whole plan for consciousness to incarnate into form as its spiritual being with the full awareness of its divine lineage and power. So God is going to be in a form. That's why we're the body of Christ. Christ is God incarnate. But the whole sonship, all the soul with all its different facets hasn't awakened yet. But that's that's happening, you know. So that's what that's what's occurring is we're, we're in the great awakening. Different aspects of the one soul are coming back into the unity consciousness where they know their divine love light expressing as a life form. When he said sonship, I actually saw a ship in my mind's eye, like a spaceship or something. Yeah, well, Earth is a planet. And because see, that's what humanity is for Earth, where in law of one, it was like raw was the Venus planet. And again, they had human beings and they had to harmonize and they became a social memory complex because all the humans on that planet harmonized back into unity and they knew it. So then they became sixth density and now that planet is going to seventh and then they'll be in the new octave of eight. So it's really, you know, it's a dream though. It's, it's a simulated game or a dream because unconditional love made it a prerequisite that um, the life forms that had self-awareness because animals don't have self-awareness. No, nothing has any awareness of its own. It's all the one infinite awareness just veiled. That's it. And so each life form has to unveil itself to come back into the full remembrance that it's a piece of consciousness, divine love, and divine light. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So you already are divine love light. You're just veiled as Nicholas. Remove the veil and you're in the divine flow. Your veil creates the resistance to the divine flow because it's wanting to flow through you now. You're just resisting it with all your beliefs, your story and your bag of beliefs. Isn't that so funny? So yeah, drop your story and your bag of beliefs. Easier said than done. But when you know that this is a dream, it makes it a lot easier. And when you know that the person doesn't exist, it's really just this yin-yang sign. And then you just know how consciousness works. And luckily from my hypnotherapy training and Neville, I pieced it together. So would you definitely recommend that people look up how to hypnotize themselves? Really, we're in, we're hypnotized to be human beings. You have to unhypnotize yourself. Right. <laughs> take off all the conditionings and know that you're really an eternal spiritual being just playing an actor named Patty and Nicholas in the divine play. It's funny, isn't it? It is. Well, see, back, I could have awakened back in 2009, but I was afraid I would lose Patty. So I kept the identification as Patty. And that really 
kept me in resistance to the divine flow. And so then when I realized Patty didn't exist, then this last year and a half, it's really, I've just shed a lot. And then with the Course in Miracles, I was really just able to shed so much conditioning, so much. Hmm. And you keep discovering more, right? Yeah, because I mean, again, I'm in life, in the dream, and whatever appears, I know is a projection from my mind. I can be caught off guard by it, but I'm having the practice of always reviewing. This is why Neville had revision and to review your day at the end of every day before you go to sleep. Otherwise, it gets impressed onto the subconscious and it continues projecting. So this is why this is important to understand the dynamic of consciousness. The conscious mind can impress the subconscious mind and then it expresses. But if you're aware, you don't let that happen. You're vigilant to love and you only think on things that are lovely, pure and true and of good rapport. That's the spiritual ego. And then it's when it's purified, then you get taken back up and it's, it's just like you're in, you're just in divine flow and I can't describe it. It's indescribable because there aren't words for it because it's beyond words, it's beyond time, it's beyond concepts. You've got to get rid of all the concepts. And Patty was a concept. So in the evening, you're saying we must do revision of the day. That's what Neville recommended because he taught the law and the promise. And he said, the promise you can't, really do and this is what it says in the course too so you go from false perception human awareness to more true perception spiritual ego to where then you drop all concepts i'm not even batty you drop everything and that's when you become the knower so the perceiver becomes the knower because the perceiver is human awareness the knower is divine awareness it's an all-knowing eternal spirit it knows everything because it is everything right yeah so Isn't that I, cool? It is pretty cool, yeah. I mean, wow, the journey. I'm just so grateful for it all. It's just like, and now I just laugh at everything. You know, I do try to help people. Like I, I really listen for their beliefs. And then, you know, especially people that have been through Aaron's class or Course in Miracles, I can really, we're in the same language, right? They know that they're trying to dissolve ego thought system back to God thought system. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap it up? Yeah, just really be aware. And in that awareness, if fear is present, don't react. Don't give it more attention. Close your eyes, go within, ask what this was so that you can get it at the root. Like, where did this come from? And it's going to be something from childhood because it's going to be a defense mechanism to where you closed your heart or it's some strategy to get your way or something like that. If those are the patterns of behavior, human behavior that you want to dissolve so that you can be the divine self. So you really do need to dissolve all human conditioning. Don't be afraid. It's just conditioning. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. You don't die physically. You just lose the conditioning and then you're in divine flow and then you're in the happy dream and it's beyond words. Well, I look forward to it, and uh, I'm sure all the viewers do too. So, um, yeah, I look forward to talking to you another time. And uh, 
Yeah, reach yeah. out anytime, but really just get out of your mind. Stop thinking. Thinking is the resistance to knowing because your divine self is all knowing. So stop thinking and stay in the present moment so you can be in the flow to receive. All right, then, uh, well, have a great day, uh, viewers, and uh, bye for now.